Welcome to the Beauty School Bobby podcast brought to you by Tennessee School of Beauty. Today we are back with Marissa Murphy. Um, We are going to talk about something with her that she has kind of um, not perfected, but she's definitely um, focuses on a lot more. I think this is something that um, you're always working on and we're always growing because things are changing so much in the industry from what customers require. So today we are talking about customer service in the salon. So welcome back to the show, Marissa. Hi, thanks for having me back. Yes, of course. So tell me a little bit about what customer service means to you and kind of how you've seen that change in the last cu- couple of years with your clients. Um, customer service is so important. Um, one of the main things that I try and focus on is treating my new guest and my existing guests the same. I want them to always feel like they are getting top-notch customer service from the time they walk in to the time they walk out. So that is so important to me because it makes your guests feel important. And they are. They're here to be pampered. They're here to get a service with you. And you should treat each person with respect and just let them have the best experience each time. Yeah. And I think that for people, especially that, I mean, most of the clients that you have, I would say um, like 98% of the clients you have are not in this industry. So for them to come in and not really know a lot about what's going to happen unless they've come to see you before, the little things that you can add into a service really make a difference. So I want to talk about those little add-ins. So what do you think is, um, I know it's hard to say what's most important about customer service, but what do you think is lacking that, you know, you really need to add on or that, you know, other stylists in your salon that you really notice that they need to add on to their clients? For me, it's about having an amazing consultation, like sitting down with your guests. Like I don't stand behind my guests when I'm talking to them. I bring a stool up. I sit in front of them so that I can look at them in the face and let them know them actually listening to them. Because I want to make sure that I am able to understand what they want before I'm ever starting the service. So I think that's huge. That comes in with making their experience even better, knowing that they can trust you to actually hear them out and give them what they want. So that's one thing that I always suggest to our other stylists, like sit down, listen to them, you know, pull out pictures if that helps, you know, that's that for me, that's very helpful. So I think that that it starts there when you're in the chair and it's, it's not just your new guest. It's it's your guest you've had for 10 years. Sometimes they want to change things and they don't quite know what they want. So it's, it's not, it's, it's sitting there and listening to them and changing it up sometimes. Yeah. And I think sometimes there's a lot of salons that, um, maybe want to, you know, get customers in, get customers out, make sure that you're going as fast as you can double booking, but I think it's really important to take this time with your clients. So how do you, what do you say to stylists that are just trying to get as many people in that maybe feel like they don't have the time to do this? I I say, make sure, make sure you know that if you're going to double book that you can, that you can 
double book with still giving great customer service. So if you know that you can't and it's just about the dollar amount, in the long run, you're going to lose out because those guests are not going to feel like you're actually listening to them. So to me, it's better to give great customer service every time, really over the dollar amount. And I know that sounds weird because we're all about, you know, we want to make the money, but I want to retain those clients as long as possible. I want them to, I want to have them as long as I'm a stylist. You know, that's so important. And I think that's what makes you and very successful stylists so different is that you do care about that. Like you're looking at the long game. You're not like, get them in, get them out and we're done. You really want to make sure that you're on their level. And as someone that has gotten their hair done so many times before and not being in the beauty industry um, or before I was, that makes you feel so much better because you're nervous. You're like, okay, are they going to, especially if you're going to a new salon, um, are they going to understand what I'm wanting? Um, Am I experiencing? explaining it right because I don't know and sometimes when Silas will ask questions the person in the chair might not have any clue what you're talking about when you're talking about exactly. layers and creaming like a lot of this I'm kind of the client that I'm like well do whatever you want I trust you <laughs> um so right. that but some people really want to have an opinion and want things explained to them so I think that taking that time to do that makes yes. them feel so much more comfortable and they're going to be like, oh, Marissa did so great at this. I definitely want to go back to her because I, she, you know, I trusted what she was doing. She let me explain what I wanted and I felt comfortable. So if they're not sitting in the chair like, oh my gosh, what she's doing, I feel like you having that talk with them really fills them in on the process of what's going to happen. So I think that that's why that's really important too. It is. And I also, even when I'm cutting their hair, I'm explaining what, they're, what I'm doing to them, almost like education. So I'm like right now, and I like when I'm getting ready to cut length off, I make sure and pull up that hair and show them this is how much I'm going to take off so that they know that my one inch is their one inch. Right. So it's, it's that like when I'm doing layers, it is pulling it up. This is what I'm doing. And I didn't realize that I did that until one of my clients is like, you know, that you explain everything that you're doing (laughs) through the whole process. I'm like, Oh, wow, I really do. They're like, no, we really appreciate it. So it's showing them that you care about giving them the haircut that they are asking for. Yeah. And I, again, I think that that will keep your clientele coming back to you. And I think that it's such a great example for the newer stylists in your salon to see you do that um, because yeah. they're going to pick up on those things too. Do you have new stylists that come in that are a little uncomfortable with that? The consultation? Yes. Is that something that, um, you know, students need to be focusing on now when they're in school? Yes, I think it's so important because it at the beginning, it can be a little bit uncomfortable, like you're sitting there and talking to them and you're like, well, I just want to do their hair. But it is such a valued thing to be able to listen and really hear them and make sure that you're explaining things in a way that your guests can understand because there is a different language between stylists. So it's it, I think starting at the very beginning in hair school is key. Start doing those consultations. So by the time that you're on the floor in a salon, you are comfortable. And there is a difference. I see a difference between stylists who are do a really good consultation and ones that do not. So those the ones that don't typically are going to have more redos because they're, they weren't understanding what the guest really wanted. 
Yeah. So, now let's yeah. talk on the other side of customer service. This is something okay. that I feel like isn't discussed a ton in beauty school. Um, I think that sometimes it's more of when you're in the salon that you need to learn how to handle this. Um, and it's something right. that students might not think that they might have to ever deal with. But how customer service wise, let's talk about when the client is not happy. Um, how do oh. you handle that? What tips can you give for somebody that's, you know, in that situation newly? Man, that is difficult. It is, it's one of those things where you think you're on the right page and you're not. And there are times when there are clients who you are just never going to satisfy. You're not there. It's just never going to happen. And that is when it's okay to say, you know what? I think that I have another stylist that I would recommend to you, you know, where they, they might just click better. Um, when a guest isn't happy, I've, and I've had this in my career and I might still have it again. Um, it's, okay, you know, you're not happy. What can I do to fix it for you? You know, is it, do I need to tone the color or do I need to refresh the haircut? Whatever I can do to make sure that that client is happy, I will. As long as the guest is not belittling you. And there's a difference. Like a client can be upset, but if they are being unreasonable to a fault, then that's when you're like, okay, then that's when you can get management involved. But majority of the time, like 99% of the time, you can resolve it. It's once again, okay, what can I do to make this right? And feel comfortable with saying that. Yeah. How awkward is it when that client comes back in? How do you get over that? Like, okay, I've got to fix this. This is going to be kind of a different appointment than usual. Um, right. What tips can you give for that? Because I, I can only imagine that situation of them coming back in to the salon, you feeling like maybe you messed up or just feeling bad right. for not be, giving them what they wanted. Whether you messed up right. or not, there was some, you know, like you said, there was some disconnect. So how, what tips can you give for somebody that's in that situation? Don't, don't be afraid to talk to your fellow stylist. Um, reaching out to, I've done that, go to another senior stylist and be like, you know what? I have this issue. I'm not sure what happened, but do you have any suggestions on how you handled this? Um, there have been times when I've actually brought in other stylists to come look at the hair so that we're, we're both examining it. We realize what, what went wrong and that we can together make it right. So it, you're not alone in the salon. It's not just you. You have a group of people that are willing to be there to help you. And, and that is wonderful because there have been times where I'm just like, I have no idea how to fix this. I don't, I, I can't even think straight. Like, just let me go. Yeah. <laughs> and you, your fellow stylist will be like, no, 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 we've got this. Let, let's look at this. Let's break everything back down and come with a, an idea to fix the issue. And nine out of 10 times, the client ends up leaving happy. Yeah. So and you'd rather them tell you. I mean, I think if you're listening yes. and you're not a stylist, I think a message that we can get out is to be open with your stylist, like that you yes. want to know if they're not happy. You'd rather them come out and say, oh, this is just the color is just a little bit off or this cut is just, right. you know, you'd rather them tell you, um, you know, so that either you're not making a mistake. But I think sometimes, um, you know, clients too will be like, well, I'm just going to go somewhere else because I feel bad saying something. Right. Right. And I, and I tell my clients too, I said, if there's any, if, if there's at any time it didn't come out the way you want it, please tell me, please let me be the one to help fix it. You know, and majority of the time they will, they'll be like, you know, that was a little off. 
oh, okay, perfect. Then I know that maybe I need to stand a little bit differently when I cut this hair, you know, or I need to tweak the formulas. My clients really, for the most part, are don't have any problems um, talking to you about that. But I find that you're with new clients, you really have three times to impress them. And in that third time, if you're just not hitting the mark for them, they're going to leave and go to another salon. That's actually so, interesting. I've never really thought about that of what you know, how many times before a client, how many times will they come in? If they're going to leave, right. will it take them to leave? But you're so three times is kind of three times like average of what you have three chances, three strikes you're out yes. or in. Yep. It, it's true. And I always look at, you know, that first appointment with, with them is it's almost like you're in a, you're, you're in a, you're blah, not, I can't speak. Your first time with them is like an interview. And they are interviewing you on how well you do their hair. And so it really keeps you to stay on your A game. You know, you want to give them the best. The After that third appointment, don't slack and not give them that great customer service again. Every single time should be amazing customer service from the beginning to the end. It's so important for each guest. Yeah. So is there something, and we don't have to speak like specific to your salon, but is there something that you see just other stylists making mistakes over like a a simple customer service thing that you see people missing um, or something that just drives you nuts when they don't do it with their clients? Is there something that stands out to you? It's more of um, when you're greeting the guest, you know, like don't go into it like, you know, when people are waiting in the waiting area, it's not a doctor's office, like go up and greet them. And say, hi, Michelle, I'm so glad you're here today. Walk beside them, you know, offer them their drinks, sit them down, get them comfortable. I get annoyed when the stylists just walk in front and then this the clients way back in the back. You know, it's it's that that part is probably one of my pet peeves. I'm like, make them feel comfortable from that beginning moment. Like just make them make them feel special. So that's really one of those things. Our salon really works on with with the consultation, they want the stylist to be the most successful that they possibly can with their guests. So they are huge on making sure it's, it's our standard, our conduct, everything. It's from the beginning to end. Yeah. And I think that stylists just need to keep in mind always. And this is one thing that, um, when the students are so nervous on the salon floor that we try to get them to understand is like that client's nervous also. Like it's yes. not easy to come in. It's just like this, not always this awkward thing, but you know, they're nervous too. So making sure that yeah. you take control of that situation and really be in charge of that. Like, like you said, yes. from the beginning, you set the environment, you create yes. that. So yeah, walk beside them, make sure they're comfortable, get them the drink. Like all of those things are little things that clients really appreciate that will bring, keep them coming back. They do. And and you, you hit a great point. Your energy can either make or break it as well. Yeah. You know, so it is like you said, guests are nervous too, especially at the very beginning. And they want to know that they have a confident stylist. If you've been on the floor for six months or 20 years, you know, so it is, it's about, you know what you're doing. You are trained. You are skilled. You are talented. Don't forget that. Don't forget all of that because that will make you a successful stylist as well. It's the combination of a great attitude and education and knowing what you're worth. And as a stylist, like you're creative and you're here to 
give them the best service possible. So it all goes hand in hand. So, you know, for me, when I get up in the morning, I have my quiet time. I look at my schedule. I see who's coming in and I start to prepare, you know, even before I walk into the salon with each client that's going to come in my door. I show up a half hour early so that my station, my area is ready to go so that I am not in a weird energy space when I meet my very first guest. So I think that is important too. Being early, being ready for your day, preparing. You need to prepare so that you are able to give those guests the best service possible. Yeah, and I want to ask you too. So following up with clients, um, is there Mm -hmm. something that you do after a client has come in for the first time? Do you reach out? Do you wait for them to reach out to you? What, What do you do as far as that goes? So what we have done, and I love this, is when we have a new guest, our front desk coordinators will get their information. They'll have them fill out a paper with their name, address, and all of that. And after they come up, after the services are done, um, we give them a little thank you bag. And it has um, coupons to restaurants, little little things like um, travel size products, like a, you know, a hair product or you know, our hand relief, something that we're letting them know, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Then we write hand write out thank you notes for guests who have come in for the first time. And we sit down and we fill those out that week. And then we mail them out and just say, thank you so much for giving us that opportunity. It's, it's that personal note, you know, that I think over time we've lost because everything with email or text messaging, but receiving a little card in the mail is so special. And I think that's one thing that sets our salon apart from other salons in the area. I think so too. I think that if I was going in as a new client and you reached out of like, oh, hey, no, I want you to come back too. It's not just, oh, I want to go back and see Marissa. You're like, no, I want you to come back also. I mean, there's no way I would go anywhere else. I think that that's so smart. And those little personalized touches. I think even more are even more important now that we've kind of disconnected a little bit from that. I think that those mean even more because if I knew that you took the time to actually write something out to me and you didn't just text me or you didn't just email me, if you emailed me, I'd be like, oh, this just goes out to all of their new people. You know, it would definitely feel like you didn't care. This isn't from you. But yeah, that note I think that that's awesome. I think that that's so yeah. smart. And I think that's an easy thing as a new stylist. Like you want to build your clientele. Yes. Holy cow. Like that will grow you so fast. It's it's so important. And another thing that we do too is we have um, referral cards. And because I'll have guests all the time. They're like, people are always loving my hair and they're asking me who. And I'm like, here you go. So how it works is that that guest um, who comes in off a referral gets $20 off their first time service with me. And then my previous guest, the one I gave to her, um, gets $25 off product. So it's another way to just say, thank you for being a valued customer. You know, I am, I love that. I love being able to give back in that way. And it really does. It's another way to help you know, keep guests. It's just saying thank you. And it's it's a genuine thank you for referring your friends and family to me because that's another way that you're going to build your clientele. Yeah, no, that's so smart. And I, I really do love that. So one more question I want to get mm-hmm. your opinion on. Um, I think that a lot of people before they come into the industry um, literally just have no idea what 
you know, kind of they're getting into or what to expect. So they're focused on the hair. They're nervous about the clients. That is everyone. I feel like everyone's first day, they're like, oh, I'm so scared to take my first client. Um, Percentage-wise, I guess, is kind of how we need to do this. How much of this industry do you think requires skill and how much of it is that customer service that's going to make you successful? Oh, man. You know, honestly, I think customer service and personality are like 70%. Like there have been stylists I've seen who have, they technically, they are phenomenal, but they have the worst attitude possible and they do not keep clients. Yeah. So it's, if you can have a great attitude and a love for what you do and great skill together, then it's phenomenal and you'll go far. But if you have a crappy attitude and great skill, you're not going to have that very, you're not going to have very many clients stay with you. That's yeah. my personal opinion. No, I agree. That 70, 30 is exactly kind of what I was going to say, because when <laughs> I have students that come in and meet with me, um, if they're quiet, there's a difference between being quiet and just yes. putting off that like reserved energy where you're like, did I make you mad somehow? You know, like there's a difference between just being shy. And so when that happens, I make sure because I think I would be doing them a disservice if I didn't do this. But when they come in, when they are like that or when they are, I have this conversation with them and I make it, you know, I just nicely say, you know, in this industry, you have to come out of your shell. You have to be able to be outgoing and to be upbeat for that client. Um, Now, that doesn't mean that you have to be like, as energetic as I am all the time, but it does mean that you have to be like, you have to smile. You have to want this. And I think that I try to get across exactly what you said is that you can be really great at this technically. We can get you to where we need to get you um, to do hair, but to teach you to be outgoing and to go the extra mile um, to keep your, like you're not going to be successful unless you have that inside of you. Some people have it. Some people don't. Um, And I think that this, you know, if I don't tell them that on the front end, then then what's the point of them going to cosmetology school? I don't, you know, it's you shouldn't waste your money. And if you just aren't willing to do that, I mean, I'm sure that you've had um, people that you all have hired that maybe aren't there anymore that just couldn't get that part down. Absolutely. And I think so on the front end, I think if you're thinking about cosmetology school or if you're in cosmetology school already, you have to understand that that is so much of it. Like, yes, focus on the skill. Obviously, that's important as well. But if they're not having fun with you, if they don't like you as a person, um, they're not going to come back. Correct. It's totally true. And I I appreciate that you are talking about that with your students because it is why waste your money if you don't really like people or you're not willing to talk or listen to them there's no point you're not going to make it and it's not worth spending that amount of money for something that you're just not going to want to do yeah definitely yeah well before we get off of here is there anything else any tips and tricks anything else that you want students to know um, that you want them to kind of focus on or you know just be conscious of when they're in the salon Um, definitely be prepared. Take the time to prepare yourself every day to be ready for the guests that are coming into your, your chair. Also good attitude with your fellow stylist, with your front desk, with your manager, build that relationship with them because they're there to help you be successful as well. It is all about teamwork. And when you play with in with your team, Everyone is setting you up for success. So just take those moments to reflect on what you're doing, to 
prepare yourself for every guest that comes into your chair and give a hundred percent the best customer service that you possibly can. Yeah. We actually completely focus on the customer, but you brought up such a good point. Your attitude towards other Silas, your customer sees that as well. If you go up to the front desk and you just kind of throw down your ticket or if you're rude to them, or if you're talking negatively about another Silas, if you're behind the chair and you're like, oh, she annoyed me so bad today. And I'm like, that's all, that's all a part of it too. It's not just how you are with the client. It's how you're going to be with your team um, as well. That, that will determine whether they're coming back and they're going to, I think, I mean, we've driven this point home. I think the energy that you put out from the moment that they see you is going to be their energy for the rest of the time, you know, that they're in your chair. Yes, it is. It's so true. And clients have said that before. They're like, oh, so-and-so must be having a bad day. They're so rude. You know, you you don't want that. That kills me. It does. Everyone has bad days. It happens. But it's leaving that at home when you come to work. You've got to leave it at home. And focus on what you're doing. It's it literally clients see everything from how you treat each other, how the salon looks, is it clean? Is it dirty? How you're treating your fellow stylist next around you or guests. It they pick up on everything. So you really want to be aware of how you're speaking, how you're acting every day. So you you just wanna you wanna watch that. It's so important it for is. you as a person and for your guests. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I'm really happy that we talked about that point because that is something that like yeah. I don't think that a lot of people realize too, or or maybe we just don't go into. I mean, we do mm-hmm. at at a beauty school. I think that you do make sure that you're conscious of, or we try to teach students how to be conscious of how they're treating the other students there. But that's a great point. So I listen to the salon and how you're treating the front desk, or you know what yes. you're talking about behind the chair, all of that um, goes into whether they're going to come back or not. And they do see it all. So one of the things that we haven't talked about yet is price and cost of services. Because I know that this is something that clients can sometimes be um, a little unsure of, of what they're getting. And sometimes it's hard for a client to, in the beginning, ask, okay, well, how much is this going to cost me? I know it's a high-end salon. You know, are we talking $100? Are we talking $300? So how do you go over that with your clients? So what I do is, once again, I'm sitting down talking to them. So if they're getting a full head balayage, let's say it's $150. So I just tell them, so for the balayage part, it's going to be $150. If we're going to need to put a gloss or a toner on it, that's going to be an additional $25. If we feel like that you need a um, moisture treatment, that's an additional $20. I don't ever want my client to walk up front and have no idea how much it was going to cost, you know, because as stylists, we're just talking about, Oh, you know what? I think you need this. I think you need that. Well, we're going to charge for that, but the client might not realize that. So I have found if you are upfront and honest at the very beginning about what each thing costs, your guest is going to appreciate it because they know if they can afford it or not, and they can say yes or no. So that also takes that fear out. Being open, being honest, being authentic, and not trying to hide or be sneaky in a sense about adding things on. So that is crucial. And once again, your guest is going to appreciate it because they know this is what it's going to cost for that service today. And if they want something more later, they can add that on next 
time. Yeah, because so I think very so rarely important. clients are looking at the prices before they come in because I think most of the time they have no clue what they're getting. They're like, am I getting balayage? Am I getting highlight? Like, how do you do exactly. that? So if it's your first yeah. time in a salon, I would really appreciate that. I think that that's so smart. And I think it probably goes against some like – somebody's sales strategy, whatever. But I've right. been that person that has gotten up to the counter and I'm like, what just happened? Like, how did we get right. from what I usually pay to this? I mean, I would really appreciate knowing. And I think that just being more upfront about that and making the money part of it, not an awkward conversation. Exactly. And, you know, over the years, I've heard stylists say, well, this this person has tons of money, so it doesn't matter. Well, that is so wrong Whoa. in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I don't care if you are a billionaire or if you have $20 to your name. You, don't be disrespectful. Don't just assume that this person can just spend whatever. Like, be respectful and let them know because, you know, we're all on a budget and we want to make sure that we can afford what we want, you know, and not everyone wants to spend a thousand dollars on their hair. And then there's some that do, but being open and honest and letting them know that at the beginning, I just think is, is a great, it's another great service. It's another form of customer service. Here you go. This is what it's going to cost today. Is this, If this doesn't work for you, then we can do this. There's always an alternative. So it's just being, like I said, being open. It's, it's very important. Um, I know we didn't get to talk a lot about you today, um, but we do That's have another right. episode. If you haven't listened to Marissa's episode yet, um, she was one of the first people that I recorded with. So go back a little bit after this episode, listen to her so you can hear about how she got into this industry, what she's doing now, because she is so incredible. So Marissa, where can we follow you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. My name is styled by Marissa. And also on Facebook, it's Marissa Murphy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you to our sponsor, Tennessee School of Beauty. You can visit them at www.tennesseeschoolofbeauty.com. Follow them at TN School of Beauty on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to follow me at Beauty School Bobby and visit our website, um, beautyschoolbobby.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes. Make sure you're sharing, rating, reviewing. Tell your friends about this. Um, we're really excited. So let us know what you want to hear. And thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Thank you.